Folks, the dust-up, the scuffle between Nick Saban and Jimbo Fisher not going away, but it allows us as people to continue having an open discussion and dialogue about it. And we're back here again on a Monday, rocking and rolling on the hottest show on the streets. Number one form is lit, baby, for Crimson Tide Football News. In my own words, yours truly, Stephen Smith of Touchdown Alabama Magazine. Where have you maybe checking us out today, whether it's on your cell phone, your iPad, your computer, your tablet, your TV, you're right here, locked and loaded on the hottest form for entertainment, talking about Bama. We got we're bringing you the show from the magic city of Birmingham, streaming this to you on YouTube. Speaking of the channel, stop all that you're doing, smash the subscribe button right now, hit that like button, make this your show, your network platform channel and space to talk bama turn all of those post notifications on hit that little bell so that way you miss absolutely nothing on your favorite program that being the crimson tide we also got you covered on facebook and twitter as well streaming to you the show and we got a good one today i mean it seems like ever since wednesday and thursday of last week everybody's got, got an opinion on coach saban's comments dipped in the current structure of the name, image, and likeness model where compensation is concerned, whether this be rival fan bases, national media personnel, Jimbo Fisher himself. It's just so many people have different opinions, and uh, the old statements are coming back out. Well, the Bama run of championships is closing. The Bama championship window closing. Saban whining. Saban complaining. Saban being a big baby. Here comes here comes these other teams that have found a way to get the top players here in college football. So many of these different conversations are happening because of NIL, but we'll get into that a little bit later on in the show. We'll have my man Bo Scarborough, former Alabama running back, two-time national champion, 2015 and 2017 also running back for the Birmingham Stallions and the USFL. He'll be coming on to give his thoughts here on the Saban Fisher situation and just, you know, his recruitment to the University of Alabama and how did that go and how all that came to to be. But we want to hear from you, the Bama faithful. You can do this by calling 205-448-1358. And I'm going to call in to let your voice be heard, 205-448-1358. And one more time, 205-448-1358. Want to hear from you. The Daily Super Chat Go, $75. Appreciate you guys for what you do. Showing love here to the show. But we jump into our topic number one, John. And like I mentioned, it's crazy. I mean, this, this scuffle, debate, strong disagreement, feud, whatever you want to call it, beef, whatever you want to call it between – Nick Saban of Alabama and Jimbo Fisher of Texas A&M, it is not going away. I mean, from Saban talking to a collective member of Boosters on Wednesday of last week at the countdown to the, to the World Games in Birmingham, and that stemmed to the press conference from Jimbo Fisher and all that he had to say, and now just a number of different people have just thrown their statements into the pot of conversation. This is not going away, period. And uh, with the SEC spring meetings happening this week in Destin, Florida, you're going you're gonna to expect to see more of this conversation. If an SEC media days 
coming up in July in Atlanta. I'm wondering what will be the over-under on how many questions other members of the media will give Coach Saban and Coach Fisher. Have y'all talked to each other? Is the beef squashed? Is everything good? Like how many questions of that variety will be thrown out there? And of course, the October 8th matchup on the field at Bryant-Denny Stadium in Tuscaloosa between the Crimson Tide and the Aggies. That will be something to look forward to as well. But the conversation of not going away. I mean, Coach Fisher today, uh, there was a video that came out from KSAT, uh, KSAT TV, the ABC affiliate in San Antonio, and Jimbo Fisher got into it in a heated interview with their reporter. I mean, it was crazy. But Mr. Greg Simmons, all he was doing was asking him about, well, you know, Coach Fisher, you know, Coach Saban said this. Why would he say this? Why would, why would he make these accusations? And Jimbo's like, well, ask him. Ask him. We, we ain't talking. We ain't talking. I haven't talked to him. I haven't spoken to him. I ain't taking phone calls. I ain't talking. Well, Coach Fisher, what if he had a public apology? I ain't talking. Well, Coach Fisher, he did apologize via Sirius XM Radio. I'm listening to the radio. It's, it, he even got into it with a reporter and throwing it on the media, throwing it on social media as the reason for this narrative or this uh, thing being out here about, you know, A&M using the NIL funds to get this number one class for 2022. I mean, Jimbo Fisher even talked about, look, you know, my compliance people, you know, we researched this. It was only one guy, one guy out of the 11 spring enrollees that got the NIL deal. One guy. So all these other stuff you're talking about, it's all lies. It's all lies. It's all false news, false reporting, all lies. Like, Jimbo is really out here doubling down on this on the uh, the conversation he had just a week ago so this is uh, this is really uh, bubbling up boiling up here and and not and while you do have a lot of people that side with coach Saban from his statement going back to last Wednesday you have others who have been ripping coach Saban because of his statement especially national media personnel i mean today on you know, first take, you've got Marcus Spears here who uh, played for Coach Saban and Coach Fisher on the 2003 LSU-BCS National Championship team. He called Saban's comments tasteless. He sat there and said that, you know, shouldn't he was way out of line, should have, should not have stepped out of line like that, shouldn't have wanted Jimbo Fisher like that. And uh, you have, you know, ESPN's Paul Feinbaum with his thoughts on, you know, this is Saban whining and complaining and the championship windows now closing because of NIL and and you got you got other guys also. You got Shannon Sharp, you know, who had some strong remarks there to Coach Saban and how all of this was sort of, of handled here. So you've got the people that agree with Coach Saban, and then you got the national media perspective that is absolutely ripping Coach Saban for his statements of uh wanting to see a better handling of the NIL structure, of the NIL climate that we're in now for college football. But the people that have Nick Saban's back are his players, former players and current players. And several of these guys took to social media like, keep your mouth off my kick, keep your mouth off my coach, keep my coach's name out your mouth. We riding for coach. We in a scuffle for coach. Like, we, we will square up. We will get that head up for Coach Saban. And whether it was former guys like 
Cam Robinson, uh, Cam Sims, uh, you know, Reggie Raglan, Marlon Humphrey, or whether it was current guys like uh, Kyrie Jackson, Henry To'o To'o, just, just several players on this team, uh, current and former, going out to bat here for Coach Saban, going out to bat here for their guy, uh, their leader, the, 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 the guy at the helm of this program. And just for me, this really this really has uh, one of two things can happen because of this. One of two things. Either it's A, due to all the, the conversations of a championship window closing and uh, Nick Saban on the last go round, and is this the is this the beginning of the end for Coach Saban? Does NIL become uh, the undoing of Coach Saban just due to he's already having these uh, conversations, debates, disagreements, frustrations about NIL, or does this end up being uh, the greatest run of championships? For the Saban era, in a sense of Bama gets that gets that Bama gets that us against the world mentality, and Saban goes, "Look, I tried to go the diplomatic route. I tried to be the diplomacy here of college football, trying to keep everything integrity intact. But if y'all are really trying to play hardball with this thing, then I will have our collectives. I will have." our boosters and get everybody on our side ponied up and we'll play hardball with you. We'll play hardball with you where this NIL is concerned. And if we do that, then you're going to really see Bama grab all the players that it wants to grab. You're going to really see Bama take just full on, not just in the recruiting aspect, but in the NIL aspect and in the winning aspect where national championships are concerned. So this could really kick into that sort of high gear of Saban making sure that this final run of championships is a, is a big, big run for him. And he, he's always he's always kind of relished in that us-against-the-world mentality, whether it's been, uh, you know, back in 2015 when Alabama lost to Ole Miss and it was of a dynasty's over right then. Those guys bonded together, us-against-the-world, got the job done. Or whether it was, you know, 2017, the loss to Auburn, you know, us against the world. Alabama bonded together, got the national championship then. Whether it was the sense of the, you know, natural disaster with the April 2011 tornado was concerned, Alabama bonded together. You know, we're going to go out there, us against the world, win this for our fans, this, the city of the city of Tuscaloosa, the state of Alabama, and, and get that done. So all challenges, Saban has used them to uh, sharpen himself and sharpen the program. And we've seen this several times here in Coach Saban's tenure in Tuscaloosa. This is going into year number 16. But, folks, this is just very interesting. It's the most perplexing situation I've seen in quite some time where Jimbo Fisher ain't trying to hear from Saban. He ain't trying to return phone calls. He ain't trying to hear anything that uh, Coach Saban has to say to him. And uh, you have the – National pundits completely ripping Coach Saban for his thoughts and want to see a more so level, uh, better format where the NIL is concerned. But the SEC spring meetings are this week in Destin. Should be some good content from that. SEC media days in Atlanta. That will be really interesting. And the Alabama A&M game on October 8th. That will be the cherry 
on top of this deal. But we're going to take a break here, folks, from the show. When we get back, want to hear from you guys, your thoughts. This us against the world mentality that Bama is really about to take here off this Nick Saban, Jimbo Fisher dust-up. I mean, uh, what do you see from this? What can you feel from this? What can you take from this? We'll get to your thoughts right after this. You're watching In My Own Words with Stephen M. Smith, brought to you by We Own the Fourth Quarter. Get your four-finger bling necklace today by visiting weownthefourthquarter.com. Throw them foes up. Nine players have teamed up and released the Alabama Team Paper, which is a video yearbook they've put out for sale direct to fans. Now, for the first time, small dollar purchases from the fans can support the players as a group as well as a great cause because $1 of every subscription payment is donated to the Boys and Girls Club of America. Be a five-star fan base and support your team and a great cause with Team Paper. Check it out at teampaper.com Alabama. Remember the taste of Grandma's delicious sweets? Emily's Heirloom Pound Cakes brings back those precious memories with just one bite. Each cake made from scratch. They make the perfect dessert to share with family and friends for any occasion, and ordering is easy. Visit emilysheirloompoundcakes.com. Click the online store and shop. Then pick up your fresh cake at the kitchen in downtown Homewood. Order yours online at emilysheirloompoundcakes.com. Emily's Heirloom Pound Cakes, making memories from scratch. I'm Justin Riley of the Bama Standard. This Tuesday night, we're going live with two special guests on the defensive side of the ball, Trey DePriest and Jesse Williams. And they're going to argue with Marvin about who was the hardest-hitting dude between the three of them. Bo Scarborough scored his first USFL touchdown. we got to celebrate. Nick Saban and Jimbo Fisher going back and forth. we got to talk about it. But also, a very young man named Logan is battling a heart condition. His only wish is to meet an Alabama player. Well, we're going to let him meet more than one. So tune in as we surprise him. Get ready, guys. The best show in Alabama history is coming to you live Tuesday night, 6 p.m. Central. Roll Tide. We're back rocking and rolling here, folks, on a Monday from the break on the number one show for Crimson Tide Football News. In my own words, yours truly, Stephen Smith, touchdown, Alabama Magazine. And on tomorrow, it will be episode two of the joint venture, Touchdown Alabama Magazine and the Bama Standard right here on TDA's YouTube channel, 6 p.m. Central Time. Get to that live with Justin Riley, uh, comedy legend Steve Brown, all SEC linebacker Marvin Constant, two-time national champion Bo Scarborough, who's a member of the Birmingham Stallions, and yours truly, Stephen M. Smith. It's going to be an awesome show on tomorrow. Check that out right there, 6 p.m. Central Time, Bama Standard, streaming live here on TDA. But we go to the phone lines to grab your calls. The call statement brought to you by the Blue Wrench Gang, 205-448-1358. Number to call in. We grab this call. Here you're live on the show. What's going on? How we feeling? State your name and where you calling from. Well, Stephen, I sat and wondered, scratched my head, what in the world with Coach Bryant and Coach Jordan and Coach Battle and then Coach Majors and 
Coach Dooley would have thought about this years and years ago. I can just imagine what would happen if Jim Boyd hopped up and called one of them all that. He'd have wound up getting stepped on like a Smurf's house out in the yard. That'd have been the end to him. But anyway, what's going on in Birmingham, Alabama? Lay it on me. You getting any rain? It's dry. Tell me something good. We got a little bit of rain, Wagon. Not too much, a little bit of rain. But uh, Bo Scarborough had a good game for the Birmingham Stallions over the weekend. Had over 100 yards rushing, scored a touchdown. So happy to see Big Bo do his thing in the USFL. Yeah, we saw that the other night. I was sitting here watching it. Uh, congratulations. Yeah, you're doing a great job. Stallions can use more help, more players, more better. But uh, yeah, this has turned into a mess here. I tell you what. Uh, I don't really know. <laughs> I think Nick sort of done like a, the, the rest of us do. He sort of, you know, he talked before he thought maybe a little bit. Of course, we all do that. And then sometimes we stick our foot in the pile of uh-oh, and then, well, then it's done a big uh-oh. So, anyway, maybe things will get calmed down. Maybe they'll shake hands, kiss, and make up, and have a little Debbie snack cake and a glass of milk here at Destin this week or next week, maybe this week. I hope they do there. I hope Greg Sankey don't have to take any more action. Of course, he's going to keep the peace. Of course, he's the boss, and I don't blame him. Uh, yeah, I don't blame him for doing what he's done. He uh, he should have told him to shut up and uh, reprimanded him, and he should have got Lane Kiffin. Of course, uh, we know what he was after. He was just after to stir the pot. But I wrote a few things down here. So whether or not you agree with Coach Saban uh, last week, you know, with the uh, – uh, whether you agree with him or not, the uh, – it was just, I think it was just one part warning, uh, heed the warning. It was one part cry for help and one part call to arms, I think. Uh, just don't uh, take it too personal, Jimbo. College football is really in the world of hurt right now. The adults, I believe, they've left the room and chaos has taken over. And maybe it's just either a quick fix or it's just the last in the era of a blast from the past. I don't know. I guess it may be the last in the era from a blast from the past. So, We'll see how it goes. All y'all looking good, Blue Ranch gang. Y'all keep it going here. Y'all keep the show looking good. Y'all keep it wound up. I got to get out of here. Y'all be safe. We'll be back here on Wednesday, hopefully. Or yeah, Friday one, I'll holler at y'all. Y'all be safe. Steven, you're looking good. Doing a good job. I'll holler at you later on. Be good. Bye-bye, everyone. Appreciate Wagon dropping in here on a Monday. A Debbie cake and a glass of milk to get Nick Saban and Jimbo Fisher back right. You know, we, we got to write that down. We're going to take this call here. You're live on the show. What's going on? How we feeling? State your name. Where you calling from? It's evening. I'm uh, Robert from Mobile. Rob, what's happening, brother? Hey, I think you're uh, definitely right about what Nick Saban's uh, trying to do is it's a hey, uh, we're going to try to do this the diplomatic way and you know do it the, the nice way, and try to uh, you know maybe get uh, some rules set up here about this name, image, and likeness and what you can do for players. But if you don't, then we're going to take it to the next step and hey, we're going to start doing our own thing. And then he'll start beating it with it if he you know depends on how long, how much longer he wants to coach. It almost sounds like this is the same old see the same old speech of is this what you want college football to be and when they all accuse him of uh being scared then he politely beats them over the head with the rules that they established and he said hey i'm, I'm warning you may not want college football to go here and then he beats them over the head with it and then they come up with something else and then they are here here they are again when he's complaining he's worried uh he uh, you know he can't uh really be able to compete he'll find a way and then he'll beat them over the head with it but he is right, which they tend to want to ignore the fact that he's right. You have to have 
some structure with this. Otherwise, it's more free for all. And, and the NFL isn't even this free. Even they have contracts they have to live up there. They have to be, uh, be under the players do. So, uh, and that's what he's trying to get people to understand. And he, now again, he, uh, again, he said he regret himself naming names out loud, although everybody knew who he was talking about. But it is, but it, I mean, it is, it is what it is as far as sticks in them buying players. They did buy the players. They did promise them things. And they, when he went to going out on recruiting, he has to deal with, with uh, recruits, the one to know what kind of money they can get. For, you know, like he's supposed to be able to tell them that. Because, uh, and that is where, in, where it lies the problem. Even the, the kids don't even know the actual rules of the thing until the coach gets there and tells it to them. That he's not supposed to be arranging these uh, deals. And, uh, Jim, and again, no one's accusing Jim of doing anything illegal to a Texas law. Therein lies another problem. That's the state of Texas law. What about uh, another state law? If one state has one set of rules and another state has another, therein lies the problem. Now, I think the SEC is going to try to well, come up with something on their own, to help, but that only helps the SEC school. If there's nothing broader than that, you still have to worry about the other conferences doing something similar, putting the SEC at a disadvantage. There really has to be some structure to it. And bottom line, it's all what he said, but they never resist the opportunity to pile on the Kings because, you know, they think they, think of, they have a chance to take out the Kings, Nick Saban. So they pile on the first chance they get. But okay, fine. And uh, if you don't do it, if you, if you let it go this route, like he warned them with the uh, with all his fast-paced playing and, uh, you know, and all the stuff they were doing there, and with the transfer portal, he's going to uh, say, all right, you, you, this is the rules you want. Then we're going to go fly by, the, by, by our seat too, and we're going to arrange things. And we'll do just as well as you can because not only can we get the good, uh, get a player a good deal, but we can coach them up. We got so as proven that they can coach them up. You may have all those players, Jimbo, but can you coach them up? And you certainly aren't going to have them. I don't believe even if they are as good as you think they are, or everybody thinks they are, they're not going to be Alabama ready by October the eighth. So they're going to be a major beatdown headed your way. You got to go to Tuscaloosa, but it's game too. It'll be, you, they would beat you down in in uh, Texas in Kyle Field, and with the way things are now in Tuscaloosa, you won't be able to hear yourself think when that crowd gets through with you. So we'll see how it goes, buddy. All right, that's if yeah, if that's the route they wanted to go, you, if you dump on Saban, all right, you better take the King out because he's going to come back strong. And with this team coming up, they're going to come out the gate one to one to beat teams down now. So great, keep it up, keep on talking, fine bomb, and all the rest of it. All right, man. It's going to be interesting. Appreciate Robert from Mobile with that call. Got to shout my man Lucian with that $5 donation. Appreciate the love coming from Lucian helping us out here on the show. It's just, it's a thing that will not go away. I mean, it will not go away. You look at the SEC spring meetings in Destin, Florida this week. SEC media days in July in Atlanta. So much action heading forward down the road. And we're actually going to go to a really cool 
quick topic right here. And the, and the topic actually goes to Justin Thomas, former Alabama uh, golfer, uh, Alabama alum also. And, uh, you know, Justin Thomas coming off of the PGA Championship victory he had on Sunday where he overcame an eight-shot deficit to get the win, his second PGA Championship, joining his one back from 2017. And he took a hilarious jab at one Jimbo Fisher on uh on uh today actually so check this so check this out check out the clip here this is justin thomas having that crimson and white in his veins taking a jab at jimbo fisher i can't get out of here without asking an alabama related question uh nick saban has a 24-hour rule mm -hmm. how long is the justin thomas celebrate the pga championship rule yeah i got a 24-hour rule um yeah, maybe I'm not sure what Jimbo Fisher's rule is, but I guess he's got to win something first before he figures out his rule. So, um. That was Justin Thomas right there. Taking a little Philly J out there at one uh, uh, Jimbo Fisher. But we're going to go to a break right here, folks. If you're on the phone line still, hold on for the next 10 minutes and you can call back in the next 10 minutes. When we come back from break, we'll be joined by Bo Scarborough, former Alabama running back, two-time national champion, and the, lady, and the member of the Birmingham Stallions to break down your crimson tie. We'll talk with Big Bo after this. At the start of the fourth quarter, we throw them foes up. But now you don't have to wait until the fourth quarter. Get your four finger bling necklace at weownthefourthquarter.com. It's the first and only logo that captures the essence of all Crimson Tide players and fans as we represent the legendary Alabama football fourth quarter dominance. Get your four finger bling necklace right now at weownthefourthquarter.com. Get yours today and stun on them haters. Touchdown Alabama Magazine is Alabama football's premier publication. A subscription to Touchdown Alabama Magazine is the perfect gift for any Alabama fan. For exclusive news and information, recruiting updates, a free annual print magazine, and more, go to touchdownalabama.com and click join. Only $7.95 per month or pay $74.95 for a full year subscription. That's a yearly saving of $20. Go to touchdownalabama.com today and roll tide. We're back in here, folks, with the action from the break on a Monday. Getting that work week started off for you correctly. Number one form for Bama football news. In my own words, George truly, Stephen M. Smith, touchdown. Alabama Magazine, we go now to the In My Own Words hotline. We pick up the pride of Utah. Alabama, the former, the former Crimson Tide running back, two-time national champion, 2015 and 2017. And he had a breakout game for those Birmingham Stallions over the weekend. Over 100 yards rushing with a touchdown. Got that Birmingham crowd on its feet. Give it up for my man, Bo Scarborough is here. Big Bo, what's going on, homie? What's going on, Steven? How you doing, man? Doing great, man. First off, Bo, kudos to you, man. Great game on your end uh, uh, for, for Birmingham over the weekend. I mean, how awesome was it to score that touchdown and, and, and bring excitement to those fans here in Birmingham? Man, it, it was a it was a great team win, man. Everybody put a piece together, you know, put a piece of the puzzle together for me to get in the end zone. You know, like I talked about before um, earlier today, uh, we need everybody uh, so the play can um, can perform, and and that's what they did, man. They everybody did their job. The offensive line blocked the correct guys. 
you know, they play fast and feels good. The receiver coming down and cracking the uh, safeties in the corner to open up the outside for me. And, you know, once I seen the C wide open, I took it. And I, I, and I want to thank my offensive line and, and especially the receivers for uh, coming down and cracking the safeties in the um, in the corner and allowing me to get to the outside and score a touchdown. So, man, it, it's, it's not so much of me. It's so much of the offensive line and the receivers doing their job just so I can get in the end zone and, 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 and put up a score on the board for the Birmingham Stags and they saying. Absolutely. We're joined here by Bo Scarborough, if you're just checking out the show on today. So, Bo, there was a lot of craziness that happened on last week. Of course, you, you've heard about this with uh, Nick Saban, your head coach at Alabama, Jimbo Fisher, head coach of Texas A&M, uh, with this whole NIL thing happening. And, uh, you know, both coaches had their own opinions put out there. But from what you've been able to see, listen to, hear, and gather, I mean, w- were you shocked by all the commotion? that happened? I mean, what was your first reaction to this scuffle or this uh, beef between Saban and Jimbo Fisher? I wouldn't even necessarily call it beef between Coach Saban and Jimbo, but one thing I like about Coach Saban, and and you know I'm going to take Coach Saban's side because I know Coach Saban, I know how he thinks, and and I know how he works. What Coach Saban did, he broke it down to you before he told you what Texas A&M did. And that's what he did. He broke everything down to, you know, the people to show them what Texas A&M did to get this number one recruiting class. And I agree with Coach Saban. Coach Saban, we we have never bought a player. And, And the thing that I don't like about the NIL deal, because most of these guys now is thinking about the money instead of thinking about the education and thinking about the education and trying to get to the NFL. So they hard working and their ethic is going to be much lower than it were before because everyone had that same goal was trying to reach the NFL. But now we got this likeness um, deal going on name and likeness, whatever it is going on. Now these kids only going to the places that um, pays them the um, most money and, they're not thinking about the afterlife of five to ten years later down the road. That's that's the thing that we do at the University of Alabama. We don't focus on what's going on right now. Coach focus on trying to help you be a better man after life. You know, he wants you to be a successful guy in the real world, not just in, only in football and at the University of Alabama. And that's the difference between him. In other schools, I mean, I don't know what other school does, but I know what Coach Saban does at Alabama. It's been working for the last 15 years that what he does. And my personal experience, I love what he does. He helps us be a better person and a better man on the outside of football. We grow as a man. We uh, handle our responsibility as a man, not while we're in college, because he's teaching us how to be a man and handle your responsibility and, and, and being at the right place at the right time when you're supposed to be and where you're supposed to be. The only things that he focus on. And when you talk to Coach Saban, the first thing that he always say, he say, our players are a student first. And then they're athlete. That's why it calls student athlete. It don't say athlete student. 
you have to be a student first. But and, and, and these guys, they want to go to these schools. They're paying, they paying them all this money, but not thinking about their free education that they're going to need for later in life because football is not going to last long. You cannot play football till you're 70 years old. You know what I mean? But when you go to school and get that degree, your degree going to last with you forever. Football is not going to last. So I want these younger guys to not only think about the money, think about your life after football, what you're going to do after football. Because football can be taken away within the blink of the eye, and you'll be lost in the world and not know what's going on. And that goes back to what I said a couple weeks ago, Stone Steve, about being prepared and knowing what you want after life. You know, you can't get stuck on that merry-go-round when something's been taken away. What, 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 what are you going to go to next? So uh, you can't put all your eggs in one basket. You have to spread them out. So you know if you know that football only going to last for so long, it's a small window. But at the end of the day, we need doctors, lawyers, teachers, bus drivers, garbage can men, uh, security guards. We need, uh, we, we need all these things. But if everybody want to put all their eggs in one basket and try to play football, how could we have the police that we need? How could we have the armed force that we need? How could we have the teachers that we need to teach these kids these things growing up, to teach them how to buy a house, how to save your money? You know what I mean? It's the little things that us actually have to think about, not what's going on now. We have to think about the long run, think about taking care of your family after you, the family that you're going to build. Because that window for football is only so small. But I go back to what Coach Saban said. I agree with Coach Saban. He never bought a player. We came to Alabama because we want to win and we want to be a student athlete and we want more afterlife. We want to learn how to be a man and, ha- and handle integrity and handle our responsibility and be comfortable in uncomfortable situations. Like he prepared us for all of these things. And like, and I think that a lot of people don't like that where our, our his former players uh, made what one point some billion dollars in the NFL, most in, in the school history. And <laughs> it speaks for itself. What he does at Alabama is success, it, uh, successful. It's the system that he run. It's the seed and the foundation that he had planted at Alabama, at Alabama that hold us to a high standard and the expectation over there. When you are at Alabama, you is a professional athlete. Like you are a professional. You uh, you are a pro when you go to Alabama. You learn the ins and out of everything, and, and it works in the real world. Bo Scarborough, folks, talking with us right here on the show on a wind, on a Monday, excuse me, in my own words. Yours truly, Stephen Smith, touchdown, Alabama Magazine, two-time national champion, 2015 and 2017. Also, the member of the Birmingham Stallions got his first touchdown in the USFL over the weekend. Bo, as always, man, we appreciate you coming on here, spending some time with us, and even giving us your thoughts here on the whole situation between Fisher, Coach Saban, NIL. You be blessed, man. Take care of yourself, brother. We'll see you soon. Yes, sir. Thank you, Steven. Roll, tie, roll, baby. Absolutely. Bo Scarborough giving us his thoughts on his time with Coach Saban, how he saw Coach Saban handle things, and just 
you know, his perspective on not necessarily being a beef between Coach Saban and Coach Fisher, but how Saban is really trying to, uh, I guess, make sure everything is leveled out. But we appreciate both there for those thoughts. We're going to go to a break right now, folks, in the show. Don't touch that down because when we return, we jump back into the phone lines. We grab your calls, your thoughts, your interactions, your discussions right after this. Don't touch that dial. Call in right now as we're taking your calls up next on In My Own Words with Stephen M. Smith. Brought to you by We Owned a Fourth Quarter. Visit weownedafourthquarter.com now to get your four-finger bling necklace. This is Chris Rogers, 2009 National Champion. You are listening to the baddest, when I say the baddest, sports show in the state of Alabama. In my own words, you know, yours truly, Touchdown Alabama Magazine, don't touch that dial. Every sports fan deserves the proper representation. Wit Will Sports introduces to you the title towel. Wake that title towel in the air like you just don't care. In support of Nick Saban and the Alabama Crimson Tide. Only $9.99 and it lasts a lifetime. Head on over to WitWillSports.com and get your title towel today. Touchdown Alabama Magazine is Alabama football's premier publication. A subscription to Touchdown Alabama Magazine is the perfect gift for any Alabama fan. For exclusive news and information, recruiting updates, a free annual print magazine, and more, go to touchdownalabama.com and click join. Only $7.95 per month or pay $74.95 for a full year subscription. That's a yearly saving of $20. Go to touchdownalabama.com today and roll tide. Thank you for tuning in. Show your support right now by clicking that like button. If you haven't subscribed, hit the subscribe button now and enable all notifications to make sure you don't ever miss any of the best Alabama football news, notes, and information right here on Touchdown Alabama. We're back in from the break here to the action on a Monday. Getting that work week started off for you correctly. In my own words, George Truly, Stephen Smith, touchdown. Alabama Magazine, boy, Bo Scarborough was preaching a sermon in that previous segment there. Appreciate the interview, the passion, the insight coming from him, uh, a young man that was around Coach Saban from 2015 to 2018, uh, was on was a two-time national champion, 2015 and 2017, but having success right now in the USFL for the Birmingham Stallions. Got to shout out Anitra Raby right now with that $10 donation. The Super Chats appreciate that love there coming from Anitra. And Jamie Wilhelm with that $4.99. In the Super Chats as well. That daily Super Chat go $75. Appreciate the love coming from you guys. And remember, on tomorrow, 6 p.m. Central Time, right here, Touchdown Alabama Magazine YouTube channel, we got the second show of the Bama Standard being played right here. Check out all the fun, all the action. Two outstanding guests, Jesse Williams and Trey DePriest of the Nick Saban era at Alabama. They'll be joining Justin Riley, Marvin Constant, former uh, All-SEC linebacker, comedy legend Steve Brown, running back Bo Scarborough, and yours truly of Touchdown Alabama Magazine, Stephen M. Smith. So check out that Bama standard tomorrow, 6 p.m. Central Time. But... We go to the phone lines to grab your calls. The call segment brought to you by the Blue Rich Gang, 205-448-1358 and 205-448-1358. We grab this call here as, as this call is coming in here. 
and go to a cool, awesome piece here, and that being, you know, Alabama softball, John, as much as I wanted Team 26 to make it to the Super Regionals in the Women's College World Series. I mean, those girls fought their tails off. It, it hurts that you know, they got put out in the regional, uh, lost to Stanford over the weekend, 6-0. That was, that was heartbreaking right there. Uh, Montana Fouts, I mean, uh, after an incredible sophomore, after an incredible year just a season ago, I mean, she fought. I mean, she, she didn't have uh, – there were moments where she had her struggles, but that young girl fought. That young lady fought out there pitching – and, of course, you know, the bats had moments where they were up, had moments where they were down. But, you know, this team, uh, this team kept fighting. And as much as I would have loved to have seen this team win the, the Women's College World Series, because I see so much similarities between uh, the 2012 team that won it all and this team uh, just did not happen, unfortunately. But we'll take this call here. You're live on the show. What's going on? How are you feeling? State your name and where you calling from. What's up, Uncle Charles, man? What's happening, man? What's going on, Uncle Charles? What's going on? Man, man, just taking it day by day, man. Just, just thank God I'm alive. And then I wish, I wish some of these gas prices would go down, because now I'm going to start walking to the store and get me a cold drink. I, I can't take it no more, man. Let me tell you something, man. Let me just say this to the Alabama Nation. Nick Saban don't really care about what Jimbo Fisher say. He really don't. Know why? Because Nick Saban making a whole lot of money. He's making almost $20 million a year, and you can't put that on the back of the S10 truck. But nobody, nobody cares about what, what, what nobody says. See, Nick Saban, he saves things. You don't know the mind of Nick Saban. He saves things, and he plants stuff. And what you do, you out there in the garden trying to dig it up out the ground, and next thing you know, you covered up in that dirt. So you want to play Nick Saban's game? You want to play his mind game? You go ahead. Because you'll be like a pot of grits on a stove. When it boils over, what happens? It comes out the pot and it burns you. So Nick Saban is playing classic mind games with Nick Saban. And Nick Saban shouldn't care. Let me tell you something, man. I am stole on Nick Saban's fashion. Ever since I seen him wear that pink blazer with them brown shoes and that straw hat last year, walking around with his swag on 250, walking around like Freddy Krueger, I didn't care what nobody thought after that. Let me tell you something, man. He just like, see, Nick Saban just like my daddy. My daddy had the same kind of shoes Nick Saban had back in 1979. And he stepped on a, a cockroach and splattered him all over the place. Here it is, 2022, my daddy did it again. And guess what, ladies and gentlemen? That roach is still living. Do you think Nick Saban care about what Jimbo Fisher say? Let me tell you something. Or you could be like that. That fool down in Australia, that kangaroo took his dog, and he went after that kangaroo, and he turned around and gave that kangaroo a two-piece combo. And the kangaroo said, wait a minute, he just put his hands on me? Yeah, and that man got his dog back. Thank God, Jimmy ain't my dog. I love Jimmy, but I ain't fighting no kangaroo. And that's all I got to say. Nick Saban is doing this classic mind game. We don't need to worry about it. He ain't worried about it, but they sure is. So I'm not worried about it either. We're going to get you Texas A&M. We're coming after you. You're next. And that's all I got to say. Appreciate my man Uncle Charles calling in here on a Monday. I needed that laugh today, and I got it. Appreciate Uncle Charles right there. We take this call here. You're live on the show. What's going on? How we feeling? State your name, and where you calling from? What's good with you, man? This is your boy, Jay. My I'm man, sure Jay, in the building. Well, you you know who I'm coming to talk about. I, I could care less about NIL and Nick Saban. Let's talk about these coordinators once again, Steve. Let's talk Steve, about them, uh, Jay. Go ahead. 
You know, I just I just want to see me some like uh, we got three starting cornerbacks. They should be on the field same time that our three uh, amazing uh, D linemen should be on the field. Right? That's coverage and that's pressure. Right? That's coverage and pressure. We got uh, we got uh, Utah State. The first game of the year, and ain't nobody talking about that. This ain't Bamination, y'all. All this out, all that outside noise. That ain't number outside noise, man. We got a team coming up that's gonna show us fifty to sixty different looks. This is this is the ultimate test to get your team started for the season to see if your uh your fifth year, six year uh coordinator really just stepped his game up or not. You going against lesser competition, but they finna show you a lot of looks, Steve. Utah State, I ain't even talk about Texas. We just skipped over them. You know what I mean? Utah State. Once again, this is a game for your offensive coordinator to go out there and just dominate. I'm talking about you should never have a negative play. Everything should be spot on perfect because you got too many weapons in too many positions all over the offensive and defensive field for us to have any more excuses for these coordinators, y'all. You know what I'm saying? I, I think us as Bama Nation, we keep, you know, forgetting about that. We, I, NIL and Jimbo Fisher, I, I respect it. But at the end of the day, that's them folks' money. Ain't none of us going to make no money off of them folks unless we betting on the game. So uh, we need to be worried about is we going to cover these 50-point spreads that I'm about to get. My bad. Here we go. Dude. I thank y'all for getting the main thing. But you know, we we got to keep our we got to keep that foot on Bill O'Brien, his sorry neck, and uh, uh, Pete Golden with his. Uh, uh, I ain't even gonna talk about Pete like that because I hope because too many people like Pete, and I don't want them to not like me. But you know, road time. I love y'all. Appreciate Jay from Sheffield giving us his thoughts right there on the coordinators and also first game against Utah State. And you gotta come out smoking in that game. You gotta come out right. In that game, I agree with that. Bill from New York with that 501 in the super chats. Appreciate my man, Big Bill from the Big Apple, helping us out there on the show. Appreciate you guys and all the calls, all the super chats, the donations, making this your show, your network platform channel, and space to talk Crimson Tide. But now, we go to a cool topic right here, and that being we've already got some freshmen, early enrollees but have graduated high school, walking with their diplomas, now focused on being full-time athletes, student athletes for Alabama football. And those three guys being Ty Simpson, at quarterback five-star from Westview High School in Tennessee, marching with his diploma. Then you got big Jaheim Otis from Columbia, Mississippi, graduated from Columbia High School, marching on the track field with his diploma. And then you've got Aaron Anderson, the pride of Etnicar High School in New Orleans, Louisiana, marching with his diploma. So all three of these young men were early enrollees, came in January, came in the spring, took part of spring practice, a day, marching from high school with their diplomas, now full-on locked focus on becoming a full-time student-athlete for your Crimson Tide. Happy for those three young men. But we're going to take our final break here on the show. When we get back, more players on this Alabama defense putting in off-season work. This defense is trying to be for real this season. We'll dive into who are the next couple of guys putting in the offseason work 
We'll get to it after this. If you're an avid Alabama Crimson Tide fan and you love to flaunt it, then show your Alabama Crimson Tide support by grabbing the Alabama sneakers. They feature bold Crimson Tide graphics, so no one will be able to question where your allegiance lies when you add these sweet sneakers to your Alabama Crimson Tide collection. Go to stsfootwear.com and use the code TDALABAMA for $15 off your purchase. That's code TDALABAMA for $15 off your purchase. Go to stsfootwear.com and get your Alabama sneakers today. Touchdown Alabama Magazine is Alabama football's premier publication. A subscription to Touchdown Alabama Magazine is the perfect gift for any Alabama fan. For exclusive news and information, recruiting updates, a free annual print magazine, and more, go to touchdownalabama.com and click join. Only $7.95 per month or pay $74.95 for a full year subscription. That's a yearly saving of $20. Go to touchdownalabama.com today and roll tide. I'm Justin Riley of the Bama Standard. This Tuesday night, we're going live with two special guests on the defensive side of the ball, Trey DePriest and Jesse Williams. And they're going to argue with Marvin about who was the hardest-hitting dude between the three of them. Bo Scarborough scored his first USFL touchdown. we got to celebrate. Nick Saban and Jimbo Fisher going back and forth. We got to talk about it. But also, a very young man named Logan is battling a heart condition. His only wish is to meet an Alabama player. Well, we're going to let him meet more than one. So tune in as we surprise him. Get ready, guys. The best show in Alabama history is coming to you live Tuesday night, 6 p.m. Central. Roll Tide. Right, people, we are back in here from the break on a Monday. Talking about Crimson Tide football. Yours truly, Stephen Smith, the touchdown. Alabama Magazine, in my own words. Remember, folks, on tomorrow, that being Tuesday, 6 p.m. Central Time, live on the Touchdown Alabama Magazine YouTube channel. We got the Bama Standard, two outstanding guests coming on with Jesse Williams and Trey DePriest of a Nick Saban era. We'll be laughing and having a great time with them. Uh, with with uh, Justin Riley, with comedy legend Steve Brown, Marvin Constant, former Alabama linebacker, all, S- all SEC linebacker, Bo Scarborough, former Crimson Tide running back, yours truly, Stephen Smith of Touchdown Alabama Magazine. Get there for all the fun, comedy, excitement, awesome stories. The Bama Standard tomorrow, 6 p.m. Central Time, streaming or being shown live on the Touchdown Alabama Magazine YouTube channel. But... Before we get to the final topic of conversation, got to remind you of TDAWare.com. That's TDAWare.com. So get all of your swag, sauce, drip, culture, clothing, fashion needs right here. TDAWare.com. One-stop shop in the link in the description. You can get yourself set up now for SEC Media Days. Uh, the summer workouts, the fall camp, the 2022 college football season. Support your favorite team and the brand putting out the information on your favorite team by doing your shopping right there at tdaware.com. Continue showing that support for Coach Saban, the University of Alabama, the student athletes, and us here at Touchdown Alabama Magazine. But throughout the offseason thus far, before summer camp takes shape here, We've seen several Bama defensive players working with 
private coaches, private trainers, and they've been putting pictures up on Twitter, videos up on Twitter on all the work that they have been doing. Whether it's been Malachi Moore, uh, Kool-Aid McKinstry, Kyrie Jackson, Brian Branch, Tim Keenan III, Quandarius Robinson. really doesn't matter who it's been. Uh, every other day, it's been a different Alabama defensive player putting in that work and showing you they've been putting in that work because they know how vital this season is in trying to get back to the college football playoff and win a national championship. But two more people have been added to the mix, and these are two five-star freshmen from this recent class at the linebacker position, and we're talking about Sean Murphy and Giad Campbell. They're putting work in. These two are putting in that work. Giad Campbell from New Jersey, Sean Murphy from Virginia, both guys at 6'3", both guys ironically weighing 215 pounds. Now, they were listed at 215 pounds. They've probably put on a bit more weight uh, since then, but these two, rangy, physical, athletic, coverage skills, tackling skills, can make some serious plays. And Murphy, remember, won the Dick Butkus Award, the honor that goes to the best linebacker, whether that's in high school, college, or the NFL ranks. Murphy, a season ago as a senior at Unity Reed High School in Virginia, had uh, you know 113 tackles, 20 of those for loss, two interceptions, and six sacks. The brother had a big season as a senior, and he's in here now at Alabama, understanding the system, uh, getting a grasp of the playbook, getting a grasp of what's going to be required or asked of him to do. And then when you look at Giot Campbell, who played at Timber Creek High School in New Jersey prior to transferring to IMG Academy for a senior year. In 2020 at Timber Creek, he had 45 tackles and seven sacks. So both guys athletic. Both guys can make some big plays out there on the field. The question is, how quickly can they create a role for themselves as they continue to work through uh, summer, work through the offseason before summer camp gets in? Now, I see both of them who have an opportunity on special teams. Coach Saban likes to put the freshman out there and kick off coverage, punt coverage, see can you run downfield, light somebody up, run downfield, knock somebody's teeth out, run downfield, make a tackle, run downfield, down a punt, or get in position to cover a kickoff. And more times than not, if you do that well, if you excel in that area of being a core special teams player, you will quickly find yourself in a bigger role or more so expanded role on offense or defense. So looking forward to seeing the, the growth of uh, the progression of Murphy and Gian Campbell. But it's awesome seeing these two continuing the defensive players for Alabama putting that effort in putting that work in because uh, this is a defense that, I mean, we, we've, we've been here for a minute. You know, this defense is going to be legit. That defense is going to be right. This defense is going to be something serious. But when you have Will Anderson saying this defense is going to be legit, you've got Jamil Burrow saying this defense is going to be legit. you got Henry To'o saying, and these are all guys back in the spring talking about how legit this group is going to be defensively. And now you're seeing pictures and videos of these guys putting in that work. The one thing we have to say, or you have to say as a fan, is, is Pete Golding in your fifth season, fourth year, as the defensive coordinator had these guys in spots where they can go off 
and dominate and have that success that they want to have. But as always, Bama fans, you want the best in news, notes, information, entertainment. You can get that by accessing the Touchdown Alabama Magazine app. Now, you download the app from the iPhone App Store. If you're rocking Team Apple, Google Play Store if you got the Android phone. For your audio needs, check us out. iTunes or Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Spreaker, TuneIn Radio, Overcast.fm, or iHeartRadio. Got you taken care of. If the good and gracious Lord sees fit, I'll be back, or try to be back, on Wednesday, continuing the conversation that is tied football. Remember, Bama fans, you can do this. You can purchase individual copies of Touchdown Alabama magazine. Have those sent directly, yep, to your door. The link will be found in the description if you're trying to get your hands on the fresh edition, print edition of TDA, the magazine. You go to touchdownalabama.com. You click join, become a member or a subscriber today. That link in the description. Also, if you're trying to get your hands on the four-finger bling necklace, four-finger bling jewelry, courtesy of our guys that we own, thefourthquarter.com. You can check out that link in the description also. Gotta shout out my man Bo Scarborough for coming on here and giving us his thoughts, his insight, his wisdom on the whole Jimbo Fisher, Nick Saban scuffle and just his thoughts on Coach Saban himself and what you know he has, what he was able to experience in playing for Coach Saban. Appreciate you, the outstanding fans of Bama football, your support, your donations, your chats, your dialogue, your conversations, making this show what it is and appreciate my man John Ivory in the production studio doing his thing behind the scenes but until next time folks husbands love your wives wives appreciate value those husbands children you probably got final exams enough to go but continue doing the right thing fun thing smart thing good thing legitimate thing to not be bored you are almost done with school and out for the summer continue getting those three hearty meals a day those three great laps a day you protect yourself you protect the loved ones you protect the loved ones around you until next time folks enjoy the bama standard on tomorrow 6 p.m central time streaming right here or going live right here on the touchdown alabama youtube channel but i'm your man stephen m smith until wednesday folks you've been listening to in my own words 